0: This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lote, and I focus on multifamily and self-storage investments. If you'd like to learn more about potentially investing with us on a future deal, just go to investwithtaylor.com. Today, it's just going to be a solo episode just with me. Today, we're going to be talking about funds versus single asset syndications so let's dive right into that so as a bit of a background i'll tell you all in case you don't know about my background in real estate investing and what i've done so far why i can comment on this particular topic i've been investing in real estate for a few years now started i believe in 2016 with the goal of escaping the wall street casino myself my first investment was as a limited partner in a single asset syndication always had the goal of moving on to being a general partner or a syndicator on several deals. And I managed to do that. And now we're doing several syndication deals a year. We've got quite a bit going on. And I've been involved with both single asset syndications and funds. To date, I've acquired, partnered on, invested in, or otherwise had a hand in over $150 million of real estate syndications. So I'm sharing some of my perspective today. And this is a question I get pretty frequently when I speak with passive investors and other folks who are involved in the business who are just get, getting started is determining whether one wants to invest in either a fund or a single asset syndication. For the purposes of today's conversation, we're going to be focusing on primarily equity type syndications. We're not focusing on say debt funds or anything along those lines. We're focusing on primarily equity-based syndications, mainly focus around multifamily, but this can apply to self-storage and mobile home parks and other asset classes. But I can only really speak from personal experience, and my personal experience is in multifamily and self-storage. So let's start by defining some terms. First off, I'm saying single-asset syndication really just to indicate a one-off type of deal where a sponsor, a general partner has identified one particular investment that they're going to make, but it doesn't necessarily have to be just one single property. My first investment as a limited partner was actually in a portfolio of two large apartment complexes. So a quote unquote single asset syndication doesn't necessarily have to be one asset, but it really just means that we've already identified the asset or assets that we're going to be investing in. They're most likely already under contract, already moving forward, and you as a passive investor know exactly what assets you're going to be investing in. In recent years, we've seen syndicators move to the fund model, and the fund is a little bit more blind, if you will, from the passive investor's standpoint. Now, what does that mean? that really means that a general partner will set up a fund, a blind fund, so that they have a particular set of targets that they're going after. They maybe will identify a few markets that they're investing in and particular types of assets that they're looking to invest in, but they won't necessarily know that we're going to be investing in 123 Main Street property or three, four, five Main Street property. They don't know exactly what assets are gonna be investing in, but they're going out and raising investor capital to go after properties that look like one, two, three Main Street or three, four, five Main Street, but they don't know exactly what they're buying. That is a big difference. A lot of passive investors want to know exactly the properties that they're going to be investing in. And that's very reasonable, right? And for those investors, you'd most likely want to stick with single asset syndications. But it's a little bit of a misconception to think that that gets the sponsor's experience or the sponsor's knowledge and ability to manage an asset kind of out of the way. Either way, as a passive investor, whether you're investing in a quote-unquote single asset syndication or a fund, you are leaning on the sponsor's experience and ability to manage an asset. The fund model has the additional constraint or the additional consideration that the investor, you as the passive investor, and the general partner or the sponsor doesn't know exactly what the capital will be deployed to. So as a passive investor in a fund model, you have the additional aspect of leaning on the sponsor to be able to responsibly identify assets in which to invest. So there is that additional consideration to have with a fund, but either way, whether a single asset syndication or a fund that is just continually rolling over, the sponsor's knowledge, experience, ability to manage and source deals still matters. It matters almost equally in both, but with the fund model, you don't have the ability to identify exactly which properties that you're going to be investing in. So you might say, if you've never invested in a fund before, well, why the heck would I invest in a fund then? And that's a very reasonable question. Well, funds can produce additional diversification. So as a passive investor in a fund, you can get exposure potentially, depending on the our setup and arrangement and targets of the fund, you can get exposure to several assets over several markets and states over time, which provides diversification. And if you think about diversification as a way to mitigate risk, that could also provide risk mitigation so that your investment isn't tied to one particular asset. You can be several assets. It just depends on what the sponsor is going after and what they're actually able to find and deploy capital into. But for the purpose of our discussion today, I really wanted to underline and highlight that either way, the sponsor's ability to find deals, ability to manage deals, their ethics, whether they're going to behave in an ethical manner with your capital, that matters in both of those particular situations, whether a single asset, syndication, or a fund. The fund has that additional level that you as a passive investor do not necessarily know what properties you're going to be investing in but you can also get additional diversification in a fund syndication funds since they're the way they're set up oftentimes will have lower minimum minimum investments than single assets indications that's not all the time that's just kind of what we see in the industry is funds will oftentimes have lower minimum investments funds will also often be set up as 506C syndications so that they'll only be open to accredited investors, whereas single asset syndications can be either 506B syndications, which have spots for both accredited and non-accredited sophisticated investors, or single asset syndications can be 506C investments, which are only open to accredited investors. The main reason that a sponsor of a fund would go with a 506c model is because funds can remain open for a much longer time frame than a single asset syndication the sponsor may want to be able to raise capital over an extended period since they're going to be acquiring most likely several properties throughout the life of the fund they're going to be to want to be able to continue to bring in investor capital continue to raise capital from new investors and to be able to advertise their fund publicly. So those are the main reasons that funds will be a 506C model as compared to the 506B model. Single asset syndications and the sponsors who do single asset syndications may choose to go with 506B syndications because they want to have spots available for non-accredited sophisticated investors. Many syndicators out there have a pretty substantial fraction of their investor base who are sophisticated but non-accredited investors. So those are all considerations that syndicators will take into account when they're making their decisions, whether they're going to do a single asset syndication or a fund. Now, I mentioned earlier that we've seen the popularity of funds increase considerably. Uh, From the time that I started investing in this space, we have seen funds really take off, especially in the last few years. There are a few reasons for that. One, the space has just grown. More people are investing in real estate syndications now than we're investing in these types of deals six or seven years ago. The legal tools and the assets out there that syndicators can use to put these things together have also gotten more affordable Uh, more developed and more available for sponsors to utilize, both for single assets indications and funds. But funds in particular, we've just seen more development in that space as far as what sponsors can use to manage those deals, both from the legal and accounting and reporting and investor management. There's been more development for sponsor assets to make their lives easier and make their businesses run more smoothly. As a passive syndication investor, if this is the route that you want to go, these are all things to take into account. If you're not an accredited investor, but you are sophisticated, your options will probably be mostly limited to single asset syndications. Once you hit that accredited status, then you'll most likely have asset access to both single asset indications, and funds. And that's, again, funds are mostly 506C because they remain open for a long time and sponsors want to make sure that their investment opportunities will remain open and that they can advertise their investments to investors all across the country and across the world depending on what their setup is. I hope this discussion today was helpful for you. I get a lot of questions from passive investors and folks who listen to the show about single asset syndications versus funds. These are some high level considerations to take into account. When you're looking at any syndication deal, be sure to dig into the details, read the legal documents, and understand what you're getting into. We're having a fairly general discussion today but always dig into the details of any investment that you're considering, understand what you're getting into, and look before you leap. Once again, this is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, where we help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lode. I look forward to seeing you back here on Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and catch us here every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. If you'd like to get our free seven-day video course for passive real estate investors on red flags in passive real estate investing, go to PassiveRealEstateCourse.com. Totally free. Sign up and start getting those videos and learn some new lessons about passive real estate investing. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on Thursday. Bye-bye.